Hi everyone, I'm Nate and welcome back to the Wire Music Podcast, the podcast where we explore different musicians and their music throughout history. And today we're going to learn about a very famous singer-songwriter called Joni Mitchell. So we're going to start today with a question. What do Elton John, Nicki Minaj, Sting, Stevie Wonder and Joni Mitchell all have in common? It's a bit of a random array of musicians, right? But they all have one thing in common. And that is, all of those names I've mentioned are not actually their real names. Joni Mitchell's birth name was actually Roberta Joan Anderson. And she was born on the 7th of November, 1943, in a place called Alberta, which is in Canada. Unfortunately, when Joni was only nine years old, she contracted polio. But legend has it that she sang to many of the other children that she was around while she was in hospital. And when she got out of hospital, she started to teach herself how to play the guitar. So the truth is, she actually always wanted to be a painter or an artist. And she actually went to art college, but she soon found herself singing and playing the guitar. One thing led to another, and she eventually dropped out of school and started life as a full-time musician, busking and playing anywhere she could. It was clear very, very early on that she had a huge talent for writing songs. One of her most famous songs is called Both Sides Now, and it was actually one of the first songs that she wrote. She was heavily influenced by the singer, songwriter and guitarist Joan Baez, and she also studied the music of Bob Dylan. It was the music of Bob Dylan which really helped her to understand how she wanted to put her music across to the world with more of a storytelling approach. And often her music sounds like she's speaking to one person as opposed to speaking to thousands or even millions of listeners. For example, instead of saying something like, love is a beautiful feeling because it fit with an easy melody, she might write something like, I feel a beautiful love coming from you. I don't know if you can hear the difference, but what she was trying to do and what she managed to do was to blend poetry and melody and harmony all at the same time, which isn't an easy thing to do. Her first album was called Song to a Seagull and she released that in 1968. Because of these different influences and also because of the polio she suffered as a child, her playing style and her writing style became quite unique. She trained herself to play and she would often tune the guitar to make chords which she felt would fit what she wanted to say. She once actually said that for her, chords are depictions of emotions. They might not have been traditional and straight chords, for example, using chords like C major, F major and G major, but those chords spoke to her and they helped her to tell the stories that she really needed to. And that's a really important thing to take from the life of Joni. It's that you don't have to play in the same ways that everyone else does. If you can find a way that works for you, you need to do that thing. We all need people to be themselves and to be able to express themselves how they feel that they want to express themselves. And if you feel like there's something or a particular way or a particular style of music that you want to express yourself with, go and do it because the world really needs to hear it. So things weren't always easy for Joni. 
She came from a small town and so when she started to get more fame and recognition, she struggled with that at times. But she kept making music and changing and evolving in her style and the ways that she wanted to approach music. She was constantly trying to find ways to express herself. And because of that, she started to experiment with different styles of music and with different bands as well. In the 1970s, she worked with many musicians who you might have heard of already. She worked with one of her idols, Bob Dylan. She worked with the bass player, Jacob Pistorius, the saxophone player, Wayne Shorter, and even Shaka Khan, who actually sang background vocals on one of her albums. Can you imagine that? Shaka Khan singing background vocals on one of your albums. Her career has spanned many decades and because of that, she's accumulated many, many awards and accomplishments as well. She was named the 72nd greatest guitar player of all time in 2003 by the Rolling Stone magazine, which coincidentally meant that she was the highest ranked woman on that list as well. Her album called Blue was ranked as the third best album of all time in the Rolling Stones list, which came out last year in 2020. She's won a total of eight Grammys in her career, including a Lifetime Achievement Award, which was given to her in 2002 to recognize her contributions to music. Her personality, her songwriting, and her music have influenced many musicians, including Harry Styles, Taylor Swift, and Madonna. Not only has she been awarded in the music industry, but she was actually awarded Canada's highest award that you can possibly have for a musician, called the Governor General's Performing Arts Award. These awards, not even to mention the fact that she has a star on Canada's Walk of Fame, mean that many people see her as one of the most important recording artists of all time. And now I have some questions for you. Question. Question one. How do you think it felt for her the first time she ever performed one of her own songs in public? Question two. Are you inspired by her approach to music or even her story in general? If you are, which parts are you inspired by? Question number three. I mentioned a few musicians at the start of this podcast. Elton John, Nicki Minaj, Sting and Stevie Wonder. Can you find out what their actual names are? So before we go, here's a fun fact for you. Tell me something good. Now it's obvious that she didn't become a professional painter, even though that's what she wanted to do when she was younger. But if you have a look at some of her album covers, such as Both Sides Now or Clouds, the paintings that you see on the front were actually painted by Joni herself. That just goes to show that even if you don't become a professional musician or painter or anything like that, you can still use those skills in no matter what you do in life. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I really hope you've enjoyed it. I really hope you've learned something as well. Why not go away and listen to some of her music this week? For example, the song Both Sides Now or even the album Blue, which we talked about before, is being very, very highly rated. But no matter what you do, please stay safe out there. Listen to some Joni Mitchell this week and peace. <laughs>